You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Another world. Another time. In the age of wonder. There was once a dream. You could only whisper it. Anything more than a whisper, and it would vanish. A battle between good and evil. You don't know the power of the dark side. Or shall I find a new adversary so close to my own level? Try the local sewer. You know of the rebellion against the Empire? The Avengers. Earth's mightiest heroes. Peace means having a bigger stick than the other guy. One of these days, I'm going to have a stick of my own. I'm Groot. Welcome to the Neverland Podcast. The podcast for lovers of Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. I'm glad you're here to tell us these things. Please welcome your host, Jeremy. I thought he'd be taller. Yeah, I can fly. All it takes is faith and trust. Well, if it isn't the Star Spangled Man with a plan, what is your plan today? Up to Neverland! <laughs> Take your pixie out of your pockets, Neverlanders. Sprinkle some pixie dust around, especially on yourself, because if you just spread it on everything else and you don't get it on yourself, your happy thoughts won't get you to Neverland. So sprinkle some of it on yourself, and then get your happiest thought, and then fly to Neverland, because we got to go and rescue poor Eric, who's trapped out there in that Arizona heat, fighting scorpions, spiders, and mosquitoes on a trampoline. (laughs) Hey, Jeremy, how is it going? Oh my goodness, I am exhausted. I am working my fingers to the bone and going to school at the same time. So it sounds like a trip to Neverland is definitely in the works. Definitely. I've spent a lot of time in textbooks today and then took a little break to play some video games, which is All right. a good stress relief. <laughs> and we've got a lot of fun things, of course, that we're going to dive into. I mean, there's, of course, stuff going on right now that's not so fun uh, with hurricane victims in Texas and now in Florida. We've got this going on all weekend with hurricanes Harvey and Irma, and there's also fires raging right now through Montana. Uh, Tim Nidell of Saturday Morning Rewind has been keeping me posted uh, that these fires, I guess, have been going for weeks, and the air quality is really bad up there. And so now California is also on fire, and these dry environments, it's uh, it's not really a great place to be for fires. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Our, our, I know our hearts and our thoughts are certainly with all of everyone who's being affected by everything that's going on. We certainly hope that everyone's uh, staying safe as well. Yep, and uh, I do have a link that you can go online and you can donate for, for Irma, for Harvey. Uh, I don't know if they have anything specifically set up for anyone who's uh, losing their homes in these fires or anything, but uh, it is redcross.org slash donate slash donation. And I'm going to copy and paste this link here into the show notes right onto the website. Also, if you look on your phone, you'll find it. Uh, You can choose where you want your money to go, how much you want to donate. Uh, I know there's a lot of other ways that you might donate. You might want to choose a religious organization. That's fine. Uh, We're just operating off the Red Cross as kind of a neutral, everybody knows the Red Cross kind of thing. (laughs) So just, you know, if if you can help, then help. But, uh, oh, hey, guess what? We have some good news. Although yes. I, I guess this is, it's been a, a couple of weeks, I guess, now, hasn't it? So, yes, it has been, but... Uh, but I have neglected to mention it on my own. <laughs> 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 but our own lost boy, Jesse, also known as uh, Yen Said Goof, 
because he loves Disney and Goofy, uh, just had, well, he didn't give birth to the son himself. Uh, his wife took care of that for him. Uh, but he's got a new baby son named Lucas. And he's been posting all kinds of pictures. Uh, he's he's far enough away from the birth that he has actually had to go back to work now. So he's lost his paternity leave time. And uh, he's just having a ball with this baby, though, from the looks of things. Definitely, I can relate. Uh, you know, and, and uh, Jesse's got a couple of daughters as well. Um, but uh, certainly we do wish him as and his wife the best, uh, as well as the little Lucas as well. Yep, definitely. And he's a little cutie, he is. Uh, so, speaking of some game playing, uh, you kind of mentioned, I guess it was on Facebook, that you were, you've been playing the Lego Force Awakens game. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've been having a lot of fun with it, too. I've only ever yeah, played these, the demo. Uh, Lego games where, <laughs> what's that? I said, I've only ever played the demo of that. So I know nothing oh, more. Yes, yes. Well, <laughs> you know, i got to tell you, this has been a really fun game. You know, as with the previous uh, Star Wars Lego games, uh, you know, you've got certain characters that are Jedi that can do specific tasks. You've got bounty hunters. Uh, this game introduces scavengers who have to go out and actually find multiple items uh, as part of the storyline uh, and part of your quests. But uh, the, the really interesting thing about uh, this game is that there are extra storylines about other things happening uh, at the same time. So you get to learn about how Lor Santeca gets uh, the information that he gives to Pope Demeron about Luke's location. Oh, cool. Uh, you get to learn how the First Order finds out that Lor Santeca's got this information. Uh, you get a uh, journey with uh, uh, Admiral Akbar. Uh, as he's involved in all of this. Uh, and even uh, you and I, we talked uh, quite some time ago about uh, the Phantom Limb, uh, a C-3PO one-shot mm -hmm. that talks about how he got his red arm. Well, there's also a storyline in the game that follows that story. So you can see what C-3PO was doing and how he got that red arm. Cool. Of yeah. course, it's all mixed in with all of the fun that, that uh, the LEGO games come with. Uh, with some unique trophies. Uh, you can get a trophy if you play as Han and Chewbacca. Um, you know, at any point, you get a you get a trophy if you have Han and Kylo Ren uh, playing together. <laughs> Father and son. Exactly. Whoops, exactly. spoiler warning. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been... Two years. Close to two years. Yeah, it's been about two years. And by now, if you're a Star Wars fan, you had to have seen it. You're getting ready for The Last Jedi, and you probably bought you some stuff, or at least looked at some of the stuff uh, a couple Fridays ago. Mm hmm. So, yeah. But uh, I haven't been the only one playing any games. Yeah, I've been playing some Lego, too. Uh, I guess y'all know I've been playing the Lego Harry Potter. I just finished. Uh, was, was it? Yeah, I guess last Saturday I sat down, I had a little free time last Saturday, and I finished the year 5 through 7, so I've now officially defeated Voldemort, and uh, I'm going to go back through and do all the free play so I can unlock all the goodies and find a way to use Avada mm -hmm. Kedavra on Umbridge, as you requested. I don't know if it's possible, but I will find a way. <laughs> she deserves it. I did get to fight with her this time. Uh, but all you really get to do is use when Guardian Levio said to, she throws stuff at you and you can catch it, you spin it and throw it back, which is how you fight a lot of the bosses in the five through seven. Uh, that and you actually do get to do some mm. wizard dueling. Uh, but I did notice with this one, it wasn't as well as as you look at the movies like the first two, how they're bright, cheerful and colorful. 
that's kind of the way the first Lego game of Harry Potter, the one through four, was all pretty much that same color. This, there's a more uh, more shadows and oh, what's the word um, that we use with this sort of photography? Uh, well, I can't think of it, but it's yeah. There's a lot more shadows. Uh, it's darker. There's it's it's got the look of the later films in the in the Hogwarts. Although a, a lot of the castle layout was the same, uh, but I I got sidetracked a little in a different direction. Uh, and here's where vintage stock I feel they ripped me off a bit. Uh, I had a, a PS2 that's been sitting around. And some PS2 games, and also I had uh, Max Payne 3 for the Xbox, which I never finished because I thought it was terrible. Uh, it, compared to the other, the first two, I don't know. I just wasn't having fun with it. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to pack all this in there. And plus, I got Max Payne 3 for like $5 at Walmart, no biggie. Uh, so I packed it all in, and I took it to Vintage Stock, and I got just enough to get a used copy of Resident Evil 7. Just enough. With a game system, four, five games. Yeah, five games when you had that Xbox in there. That's all I got. So, I feel like I kind of got ripped off. But it did give me a chance to finally sit down and play it. I cannot give it a Neverland endorsement because there's a whole lot of language and violence and horror. Mm. Uh, but I, I don't like horror movies, but I like this survival horror game. I don't know why. Uh, but I actually, just before we started recording, I just finished my first time through the storyline. I was live streaming myself playing a little bit last weekend. Uh, and I'm going to, I've got a, like 50 minutes of footage that I'm currently transferring over to a, a, a card. I'm going to put on my glue band YouTube page if you'd like to see me complete the game. Uh, and I tell you what, I wasn't, I wasn't frightened by anything in the game. It wasn't scary to me, except for you'll go along and you'll have this, these molded, which are these mold monsters things. One is in front of you and they're hard to kill and you've got to aim it really good to get a good shot in to make sure you do some damage to try to hopefully get away from it and you'll notice, oof, something hit me behind me. Oh my gosh, I turn around and there's like two more behind you that you didn't know were there and those are the times that I would oh, jump. Goodness. I'd be like, oh my gosh, how I am? So then it's like, okay, once I'm surrounded, it's like, okay, this is not try to fight, this is run for it, try to find a way to get away, get out, you know, knock one over or something, escape. However, if you see the video I'm going to upload later, you will see that once I got a full complement of weapons and I was approaching the end of the game, uh, it was a fight. You know, it's it's that type of thing where you have uh, any sort of thriller type of thing where you know the, maybe the villain is kind of controlling things and your your things look bad and oh my gosh! But then you finally got that moment. It's like that's it. We can't take this anymore. We're going after the one who's killing us and we're going to take him out. And so you have that moment in these games that always that you got. Okay, now we're going to gear up with every single weapon and it's time to bring the fight to the bad thing, the monster. So. You'll get to see it all, and I tried to avoid putting any spoilers. I didn't put any videos of any of the middle of the game because I didn't really want to spoil much. But if you watch the video I post later of seeing the end of the game, you'll probably get a few spoilers. But yeah, I, I was prepared for the jump scares, although some of the jump scares still got me. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but I kind of knew some of them were coming because I've watched a lot of video of this because I'm a big Resident Evil fan. For being the mild-mannered guy that I am, you know, I, I play some violent games. So... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, hey, so Toon Fest is next weekend in Marceline, Missouri, for anyone who has not heard me talk about this, which might mean that might this is the first episode of this you've ever listened to. So are you going to come around town? Do you think you might be able to fly out here? Yeah, I'm uh, looking at every option that I've got. Unfortunately, I, I can't say right now for sure if it's uh, going to be doable or not, but I'm doing what I can to see if it can be possible. 
because it would be awesome. Although if you How's bring that for non-committal. <laughs> Like when you came for Planet Comic Con, we had room enough for you to sleep on the couch. But if you bring the whole family, I can't fit you all on the couch. So unfortunately, we'd have to figure out a different <laughs> arrangement. But it would be fun if your whole family came along and we all drive up there. I think we could fit you all in my SUV. Well, it's, if Heather oh. comes along, then it'll be because you have what three kids? Yeah, so there's so, five of us. So there's five of you. Uh, wow, that would be a tight. Yeah, you'll probably even have to follow along. <laughs> You have to chase me to Marceline. So, because uh, I don't know if Heather's coming or not, but I am going to bring some camera equipment that I'm going to check out from the school, and I'm going to you know film a little bit of footage of the parade at about 10 o'clock. Uh, and also, um, I think I mentioned this last week, Brian Peraza, and I hope I'm saying his name right, who was like an art designer for like the Disney afternoon and a lot of stuff with Disney. Uh, he's giving a presentation. I'm going to try to record that and be able to share that. Uh, but if you're going to be in the central Missouri or, well, not central Missouri, central time, Missouri area, northern Missouri, and you're coming to Marshalline, you're coming to Toonfest, uh, I'll be around. Uh, say hello. Like I said, sometimes I'm a shy one-on-one, you know, but you come up and, and say hello. It'll be, it'll be great. So, And maybe, maybe Eric will be there with his family. That will be fun because I haven't gotten to meet maybe. the rest of your family. I'm hoping. It's a maybe. I'm hoping. <laughs> it's, it's a big maybe. All right. But, okay. <laughs> Definitely maybe. Isn't there a song called Definitely Maybe or something? I don't know. There could be. I probably, I, I swear I've heard that. Anyway, uh, sidetrack. <laughs> I think we better get into a little park news. <laughs> All right. Disney and Geek Universe to bring you the best in comics, toys, movies, and entertainment. This is news from around Neverland. Well, uh, this is is I, I, not really surprising right now because we have talked about this before that uh, all of the Halloween events are about to launch. Uh, some of them have already started uh, mm-hmm. over in, in some of the areas in Disney parks, but Disneyland's Haunted Mansion has officially gone down to be transitioned into the Nightmare Before Christmas, and Space Mountain has also officially gone down to become Ghost Galaxy. Uh, and also the River Bell Terrace is closed for a refurb, which I did find on the, the OC register, which I don't know if mm-hmm. that has anything to do with uh, what's going on with Trader Sam's is being bur- it's, it's doing a, a refurbishment and I guess that's part of the kitchen. Is that part of this River Barrel Terrace? Is that where that is? No, actually Trader Sam's is over by the Disneyland Hotel, whereas this River Bell Terrace itself is kind of uh, next to the, it's in between the Golden Horseshoe Corral or yeah, Golden Horseshoe and the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, in fact, uh, if you know your Disneyland history, in the past, this is where Andrew Jemima's Pancake House was. So this is a, uh, you know, this this is a refurbishment that they're, you know, taking some time now that we're in the not quite as busy season uh, to get some uh, well-needed work done. Yeah, and of um, course, getting ready because September fifteenth is when it's all going to kick off. Exactly. Which, oh, hey, I found a video. Oh, and I do want to give right. a, a thank you to Paul Barry. He kind of mentioned it on Facebook. He had, he started asking questions like, "Hey, they're they're doing they've got uh, Trader Sam's all boarded up. Anybody know why?" And so, from that here, I did find out about all this. So, uh, but I got some quick audio that uh, is on the Disney Parks blog of a video where Oogie Boogie is turning Disney's California Adventure. In the past, um, California Adventure has had some uh, Halloween overlays. I nothing. Oh. 
as far as a ride, but they've certainly had Halloween decorations out in the uh, farm area that uh, was replaced by Cars Land. I think they, they called it uh, um, oh, now Candy Corn Acres. <laughs> they had scarecrows and large, oversized candy corns out uh, as, as far as decorations around the area. Okay. And Cars Land, they're, they're going to decorate the cars and put them all in costume. Have they done that before? Nope, they have not. This, this is brand new this year. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and hear the audio of this video. So that's really kind of cool. You get to see Mater gets turned into like a purple vampire uh, kind of truck. And uh, I cannot think. What is that other character's name? The old uh, jalopy there. Do you have any idea? Uh, is it um, Lizzie? Could be. But she turns into a big spider. Which really, I don't know if that's actually the costume that she has in the parks. Because I don't know how they would pull off how they show it in this video with animation. But I'm sure Disney find a way to pull off a trick like that. And that would be spectacular to see this weird, creepy spider car. That's going to give children mm -hmm. nightmares. Well I, well, I do know that Lizzie's Curio Shop has uh, its entire exterior. All of the signs on it have been replaced with different uh, Halloween-themed puns. Oh, like boovenirs. Oh, fun. See, now next time you're in over in the park during Halloween time, you're going to have to go and read all those puns for us and uh, record it. <laughs> oh, yes. If, if you must suffer, humanity must suffer with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Look, we got a list of bad news. Uh, the fortunate thing is this, this bad news will end by uh, Monday the 17th. Uh, but I figured we should probably go over this. Uh, but because of Hurricane Irma, there has been a lot of closing and cancellations going on over there in Walt Disney World. And uh, there was a list uh, at DisneyWorld.Disney.Go.com. Uh, there's a Hurricane Irma information. This goes for, of course, the Walt Disney World theme parks, Disney Springs, water parks, and ESPN Wide World of Sports. And here's the changes. Disney's Blizzard Beach. Of course, and I'm not going to give the specific dates because basically it's Friday to Monday. Uh, although Typhoon Lagoon isn't closing until Saturday, uh, which would be today the way we're recording it. But here's what's closed. Let me just list it quick. Just mm -hmm. Disney's Bl the Blizzard Beach, Typhoon Lagoon, Wide World of Sports, Animal Kingdom is closing early on Saturday. Uh, and, of course, the Saturday, uh, September 9th, Rivers of Light, of course, is canceled. Uh, Hollywood Studios is closing early on Saturday, which we also means Fantasmic and the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular is canceled. Epcot is closing early on Saturday, which means Illuminations, Reflections of Earth is canceled. And, of course, the Magic Kingdom also closing early on Saturday, which means Happily Ever After Fireworks is also canceled. And Disney Springs will be closing early September or Saturday, September 9th at 9 p.m., which, yeah, that's that's still fairly late. You can still do a lot of stuff there. Although, well, I guess says everything right. else. Magic Kingdom and Epcot, it's all saying 9 p.m., which I guess is early because the parks, I guess, on a Saturday night would be open till like, 11. You know, mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. I'm used to, like, a Worlds of Fun here in Kansas City. 9 o'clock is the normal closing time most of the time. Um, right. 
Well, except for over the summer, I guess they do boost it up to like 11. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. we go even later on 4th of July. Uh, it's been a long time since I worked there. I was, you know, that's like 20 years ago. Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, as well as the Treehouse Villas, are also going to be closed uh, starting on Saturday at 2 p.m. So they should be closed by this time. Yep. Oh, and then, dang it, the Night of Joy at the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex has been canceled for Saturday. Uh, the performances were still on Friday, did take place as planned. Uh, guests with tickets for Saturday are welcome to attend Friday's event instead, which I hope you did. You just exchanged your tickets at the ESPN Wide World of Sports box office, which uh, by now it's too late. I hope you did. Uh, requests for a full refund for either event night will be honored, however. So if you didn't get to go on Friday and you didn't have your tickets, make sure you go and hopefully they've told you this if you're down there for it. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure they have. Yeah, from from all of the reports that I've seen, Disney's been very proactive in reaching out to their guests. Yeah, so Disney takes good care of its guests, even when things go wrong. Uh, in fact, if uh, you plan on going to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party on Sunday, September 10th, the event will take place as planned on Thursday, September 7th, which means hopefully you got in there last Thursday. Uh, guests are invited to exchange their Sunday, September 10th tickets uh, to either attend another Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party or an, like an upcoming uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. You could do that as well. Uh, you can get a one-day Magic Your Way ticket with Park Hopper option, which Hanise be used within the next two years or just receive a full refund for your event tickets so there's that's a lot of nice options uh, but it says guests should call 407-939-7818 by January 31st, 2018, between the hours of 7 a.m. and 11 or 7 a.m. and 11 p.m. Or you can email ticket.inquiries at disneyworld.com. Uh, please have your tickets available so they can process your requests as quickly as possible. Guests under 18 years of age must have a parent or guardian's permission to call. You can, like I said, find all this on the disneyworld.disney.go.com. You you can find out about transportation and things like that all there. But yes, pretty much the park is closed. <laughs> and if you had an stay event, home. yeah, stay <laughs> home. Uh, they're going to take care of you. If you, I bet there's people trapped on the resort property right now, even that are probably getting having a lot of fun in the resort and the hotel. Even I'm sure Disney's taking good care of you. They're also going to take very good care of everybody with uh, you know loss of vacation time and stuff like that. You know, hey, well, have have a ticket to the park to come some other time. That kind of thing. Uh, that's really, I think, the best that we can expect them to do. So I, I'm really happy for them mm-hmm. to do that. Okay, uh, got to give you a quick reminder. If you go, of course, to tcm.com slash Disney, you can see that list again. Uh, but remember, September the 11th, that is Monday. That is, of course, the next Treasures from the Disney Vault, hosted by Leonard Malton. And are you excited for anything particular? Yes, sir. I am. Uh, they've got Blackbeard's Ghost with uh, Dean Jones and Peter Ustinov. That is one of my absolute favorite classic Disney movies. I have never seen it before, so I'm, I'm looking forward to recording it. So oh, I my goodness. Yeah, I know. And I've heard so much yes, about it through the yes. podcast. So I'm going to record it because I've heard it's great fun. So, And Dean Jones, my goodness, he was always does a lot of good stuff going on there. Uh, really, I mean, he's been so oh, many yeah. Disney films, so it's got Dean Jones. It's almost like seeing Fred McMurray in one of those classic movies. You know it's good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Except for Bon Voyage. That's another story. <laughs> I don't think I saw that one. You know, and that's the thing is, uh, yeah. 
uh, they had uh, was it last time or the time before they had a movie called Follow Me Boys that I came in a little late to watch and I didn't get to watch the entire movie but I got it on DVR but I, my DVR has gotten wiped out and destroyed I had to get a different box and so I didn't get to watch all of the movie and it was a Fred McMurray movie and it was pretty good although I, I thought it was going to be more of a comedy and it started getting really serious drama at one point which I think is why mm-hmm. I stepped away to watch later. I was like, oh, man, I'm not in the mood for a drama. Because uh, it went from fun to being very serious because you had kind of an abused child in there. And, it, it you know, it was, yeah, a good movie, though, uh, from what I saw. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that, that, and you know that child was uh, Snake Plissken. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Kurt Russell himself. Yes, Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, if, if I come up next week, I'll bring it with me. Oh, you have a copy. Yes, I do. Awesome. We can, we can just turn it into... Normally, Friday night, I work, but if you're in town, I'm sticking around. We'll do a movie night. Oh, gosh, that means we better clean the apartment. Wow. I don't know who... <laughs> the place may be a mess when you get here, because <laughs> neither one of us are home at any point, really. Although, poor Heather has been kind of ill this week, so she's been home, but she hasn't been doing anything. Oh, she's been dead. There, there are some viral hmm. bugs going around out there. One of my professors have went down, so everybody, you know, take your vitamin C. Uh, anyways, sidetrack. Uh, but <laughs> Los Angeles Space Entertainment Company Hero Ventures is going to Thailand with a Marvel Digital Adventure Dome project in Bangkok. Now, I I don't know. This sounds like what's going on is this has been like a touring show. It's, you know, the Marvel Experience, which I guess has been, you know, that live show that they've been doing. Uh, but th- this is this dome thing that they're going to bring in. Uh, it's yeah. going to it's going to cost about one billion baht, which is about thirty point two million dollars. To build this thing, uh, and they're expecting about one million visitors during the first three months of operation, and it's going to open next year. I don't know if you can see any of this on your yeah, screen. Yeah, this, this reminds me so strongly. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see it. It it looks like almost the, the same type of artwork that was used for the current Marvel Experience um, touring show that is going around. Uh, you know that that's that entertainment, the company that. You know, recently had to shutter the Barnum and Bailey Circus and oh. by the Circus. Um, a lot of the performers are, and now they're playing Spider-Man, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Black Widow, Wolverine, Captain uh, America, and more. Uh, for all of you Frozen fans out there, though, uh, Kristen Bell, Josh Gad, and Idina Menzel have posted little clips, about thirty seconds each, of some of the songs they have from Olaf's Frozen Adventure. And I'm going to play these clips for you. Uh, I'm still rather thought out, but uh, Kristen Bell has a song called Ring in the Season. Let's take a quick listen here. Look at everyone. They don't realize we planned a party as a big surprise. Soon the ballroom will echo with sounds of cheer as we ring in the season. This year, it's the first Christmas in forever since we opened up the gate. And it's the first. I heard a recycled lyric, did you? I honestly didn't hear anything on my side. Oh, well, they said it's the first Christmas in forever. I'm like, oh, really? Uh, We're just recycling lyrics now? Okay. I know there's Frozen fans out there going to hate me because I keep running my mouth here. (laughs) I'm still playing it for you. They recycled lyrics and... 
Mm-hmm. It's recycled lyrics. I wasn't expecting much out of this anyway. Uh, this is going to be, of course, showing in front of Coco here on November 22nd. But here we go. Josh Gad with a little snippet from That Time of Year. Happy, merry, holly, jolly season's greetings here. I'm wondering what your family does at that time of year. Love and joy and peace on earth and tidings of good cheer. Do you have tradition things for that time of year? Thank you. Very short, but see, Olaf, short, fun, and to the point. That's why I still love Olaf. But here we go. Idina Menzel has When We're Together. So here's a quick clip. I just want to give you all a quick reminder that Star Wars Rebels Season 4, the final season, is going to be premiering here October 16th. Uh, But yeah, it's coming up very soon. I want to give you all a reminder. We talked about it a little bit last week, but it's definitely something you're not going to want to miss because this is the final season. And uh, I need to really sit down and complete watching Season 3 because I still haven't watched it. But uh, we're going to go ahead and just go into our Neverland story time, you know, because we listened to Tangled last week. We're going to jump into Tangled Ever After, and then Eric has some great audio he shared with us from Fantasmic, the new show in Disneyland of Fantasmic, which is about 26 minutes long, so we're going to squeeze it all into the remainder of this show. This is your Neverland story time. You can listen along with your MP3 device. You will know it is time to listen when you hear the chime like this. Let's begin now. This is the story of Rapunzel and Flynn's royal wedding. You can read along with me in your book. You'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear this sound. Let's begin now. Rapunzel was a long-lost princess who had recently returned to her kingdom. And in discovering who she was, she'd met and fallen in love with a former thief named Flynn Rider. After many adventures, Rapunzel and Flynn's wedding day arrived. It was the biggest celebration in the history of the kingdom. Rapunzel always remembered it as a magical day. Everything was perfect, just like I always dreamed it would be. Flynn did have one complaint later, though. His portrait in the royal tapestry. They still can't get my nose right. Rapunzel reminded him of the wedding. It was a magical day, and everything went just as we planned. But Flynn knew that wasn't quite right. Well, almost. The day began when Flynn saw Rapunzel walk down the aisle. The whole church turned to admire the princess in her beautiful white dress and long, long veil. Rapunzel was by far the loveliest bride the priest had ever seen. Wow. She looked so beautiful that Flynn's heart skipped a beat. He was dazzled. Wow. 
The royal chapel looked beautiful. Every inch was filled with flowers. Rapunzel's parents, the king and queen, wanted everything to be perfect for their precious daughter's wedding. When at last Rapunzel reached the altar, the ceremony began. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to celebrate the joining of... Pascal the Chameleon and Maximus the Royal Guard Horse stood at attention by their sides. As ring bearers, they shared a most important job. They smiled as they watched their friends beginning a new chapter in their lives. And then, all of a sudden, a flower drifted down and landed on Max's nose. The flower tickled Max. He tried to ignore it, but he just couldn't. A sneeze was coming. He did his best to stop it, but it was no use. As Max sneezed, the royal wedding rings sailed across the room and out the door. Max imagined the priest asking for them later in the ceremony. May I have the rings? Rapunzel and Flynn would be shocked. The whole castle would erupt in a panic. The kingdom is lost! And the queen would be beside herself. First, she'd cry out, Those were my grandmother's wedding rings! And then, who knows? The wedding might have to be called off. Only Max and Pascal had seen the rings fly away. The priest continued the ceremony. And the mutual respect which they bring to their life together... Max and Pascal looked between the happy couple and the church door as the priest spoke. The union of two people. Then they raced after the rings. The rings rolled onto a patio and over a wall down to the courtyard far below. Max and Pascal knew they had no choice. They jumped over the wall after the rings. In the courtyard, hundreds of cooks and servers were putting the finishing touches on the food for the wedding banquet. The rings went two ways, so Max and Pascal split up. One ring bounced from table to table, landing in a bowl of tomato soup. Pascal dove in after it and got it. But when he popped out of the bowl, he nearly gave a server a heart attack. He dropped the ring, and away it bounced. It again went from table to table, finally landing on one. Pascal stuck out his tongue to get it, and it stuck to an ice sculpture on the table. As the shocked chameleon yanked his tongue back, the ring went flying. In the confusion, one of the servers bumped into the table and knocked the ice sculpture into the air. Meanwhile, Max was chasing after the other ring, which was bouncing along the street. He ran so fast that he ran into the hair and makeup carts and ended up wearing a pink dress, a hat, and makeup. At last, the ring rolled to a stop under a cart. Max almost had it. 
But just then, the ice sculpture landed on the other end of a cart. Max was catapulted into the air. In the church, the priest continued the ceremony. Held in reverence. Dignity, honor, respect. Just as he said that, Max flew by the church window. Luckily, everyone inside was paying attention to the ceremony, so no one noticed. Max landed in the royal wedding carriage, which was waiting to take Rapunzel and Flynn away. With all the commotion, the ring had started rolling again. Max chased after it in the carriage. The ring Pascal was chasing bounced down a sidewalk and into a paper lantern a little girl was holding. Shocked, she let it go. It began to float toward a net that royal helpers were holding. The net covered a bunch of floating lanterns that were to be released as soon as Rapunzel and Flynn were married. Max was able to get a hold of his ring. Along the streets, merchants selling royal wedding souvenirs were lined up. They held out pans with a picture of Rapunzel and Flynn. Frying pans! Come on, the frying pans here! The royal carriage was rolling so quickly that because Max's head was sticking out, it banged into one pan after the next. And with a loud crash, he hit the frying pan warehouse sign. The crash sounded like a gong. Royal dove keepers heard it. They hadn't been expecting their cue so soon, but they went to their stations at once. That's the signal! Release the doves! As soon as the sky filled with doves, another group of royal workers looked up. There's the doves! Release the lanterns! The doves were their signal to start the next phase of the celebration. Meanwhile, Pascal's lantern had gotten caught in the net, and he was able to climb on it and get his ring. But his lantern was floating, and by then, he was too high up to jump to the ground. Having been hit in the head so many times, Max felt dazed. His carriage banged into a wall at the edge of a large hill. Max went flying into the air again and landed on the street. A flower cart broke his fall. Up above, one of the doves twirled Pascal's lantern around and around. The chameleon got dizzy and let go of the ring. It pinged from one place to another until it landed on a hook holding a bunch of hanging barrels. They crashed down onto a mountain of wine barrels that had been stacked for the celebration. The wine barrels cracked open and a huge flood of wine gushed down the street. Max ran away and rescued Pascal, whose lantern had landed nearby. Everyone else ran too. Max and Pascal came to a dead end. But Max grabbed onto a line of flags from overhead and swung up and away from the flag. In the air, Pascal spotted a dove with the ring and stuck out his tongue. 
Lucky caught the ring. Max and Pascal finally both had their rings, but they still had not finished crashing into things. They didn't land on a flower cart or in a carriage, though. They fell through the roof of the tar works. Now they were covered in muck. The rings were safe, and that was all that mattered. Max and Pascal raced back to the chapel, covered with tar and food, and wearing strange clothes. Luckily, the priest was just getting to the ring part. In everlasting peace, may I have the rings? Breathless, Max and Pascal held the rings up for the priest to give to Rapunzel and Flynn. Rapunzel and Flynn had been gazing happily into each other's eyes, but as they looked at Max and Pascal, Rapunzel gasped. <gasps> Flynn's jaw dropped open. Everyone in the church stared at the ring bearers. They couldn't imagine what had happened. Stunned and distracted, the priest finished the ceremony. I. I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss. And so Rapunzel and Flynn did, and the church instantly filled with cheers. Then it was time for the reception, and time for Max and Pascal to relax at last. That is, until Max decided to rest his hoof on the cart that held the royal wedding cake. Before he knew it, the cart began to roll away. Flynn hadn't noticed. He spoke to the crowd. So, who wants a piece of cake? <laughs> Little did he know that Max and Pascal were about to have another adventure. For it can also expand your greatest fears into an overwhelming nightmare. We now invite you to join Mickey and experience Fantasmic, a journey beyond your wildest imagination.
feel good to be out of there. Nice to be back.
day you will always remember as the day you almost caught.
far greater than yours. Be
Thank you for listening to the Neverland Podcast. We invite you back next week for more fun and adventure. Until then, remember to keep a pixie in your pocket. It's that young at heart, positive attitude that you can share with others. And remember to visit our website at NeverlandPodcast.com. There you can find links to our news page, our shop, our contact page, where you can easily send an email to podcast at NeverlandPodcast.com. You can also find our Neverlanders page, where you can find out how to become an official Lost Boy or Pixie, because girls are too clever to get lost. Become a real Neverlander! Please feel free to leave us a voicemail at 816-226-6492. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at NeverlandPCast. And like our Neverland Podcast fan page on Facebook. We also have a group on Facebook for you to join. We also appreciate your support to keep the Neverland Podcast up and running. Visit Patreon.com slash Neverland Podcast to donate to Keeping the Pixie Dust Alive. Copyright content featured on the Neverland Podcast is copyright of their respective creators and used under fair use license. All original content is copyright of Blue Band Productions and a very special thanks to Yeehaw Bob Jackson at yeehawbob.com for our new ending music. God bless! Yeah! Hello everybody, this is Yeehaw Bob Jackson. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, it's true. Neverland Podcast, we love you. (laughs) Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.